It's that Harlem night, ayy. Gonna turn it up, please. I'm Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Forever, thinking out loud. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope everybody's doing good. All right? You know, it's the um, we head into the holiday season, and it's Halloween next week, and I got a horror story for you people. A horror story. I know you want to listen to something scary. All right, a Georgia woman returns from vacation to find her Atlanta home demolished by mistake. Construction workers reportedly tear down the vacant home as one said they were at the wrong address. A woman from Georgia reportedly returned from a vacation to find her house she owned in Atlanta completely demolished. Suzanne Hodgson said she found her longtime family property total after a construction company mistakenly tore it down. Hogson was apparently notified about the bizarre accident after receiving a call from her neighbor. The neighbor reached out to Hogson and asked her if she had sent someone to tear down the vacant home. Hmm. I said, she said, I said no. And she said, well, there's someone over here who just demolished the whole house and tore it all down, Hogson told news sources. The home has reportedly been boarded up for nearly 15 years, but Hoxon keeps up the home covered. She keeps the home up, the grass cut, the exterior of the home clean, the taxes are paid, and everything is up on it. The workers were nasty when approached by Hoxon's neighbor. Hoxon's told news sources that, and he told her to shut up and mind your own business. Hoxon says she then sent a family member over to the Southwest Atlanta a property to speak with the crew and request to look over their permit. The guy pulled it out and said, oh, I'm at the wrong address. He just packs up everything, packs everything up and leaves, and the house is just destroyed down and gone. The company allegedly responsible for the demolish, you call it, we haul it, has not yet responded to news sources requests for comments via telephone. The company voice mailbox was full, though there is an option to leave a callback number. You call it, we hardly shared a statement with news sources saying they are investigating and working on resolving the mishap. The company has not yet reached out to Hoxson since the misunderstanding. Ms. Hoxson told news sources this. It's just hard to believe someone thinks they have the right to just come and tear something up and walk away from it and didn't even come back and say, I'm sorry. What do I, do? What do I need to do to fix this? It was an accident. They didn't give me nothing, Hoxson told news sources. Hoxson's property has reportedly not been cleared since the demolished uh, demolition. Hudson's property has reportedly not been cleared since the demolition and is still covered with the rubble from the house. I am furious, Miss Hudson told news sources. I keep waking up thinking this is all a joke or something. I'm just in shock. Hudson said she and her family are trying to figure out what's the next steps and what is going to happen, including filing a police report and speaking with lawyers. Uh, I don't know, Miss Hoxson. This is, I feel bad for it. This is a tragedy. Like I said, this, you want to listen to a horror story? I definitely got one for you. This is in Atlanta, Georgia, Southwest Georgia. I don't know what city this is. And 
Uh, yeah, construction workers, the construction workers reportedly tear down the vacant home as one of them say, oh, we at the wrong address. Looking at the permit, a woman from Georgia reportedly returned from a vacation to find her house she owned in Atlanta completely demolished. Her name is Suzanne Hoxson, said she found her longtime family property totaled after a construction company mistakenly tore it down. Hoxson was apparently notified about the bizarre accident after receiving a call from her neighbor. And the neighbor reached out to Hodson and asked her if she had sent someone to tear down the vacant home. She was like, hell nah. And then she said, well, there's someone over here who just demolished the whole damn house and tore it all down. The home has reportedly been boarded up for nearly 15 years, but Hodson keeps the home covered, the grass cut, the exterior of the home clean, the taxes are paid, and everything is up on it. The workers were nasty when approached by Hoxson's neighbor. Mm-hmm. He told her, shut your ass up and mind your motherfucking bitch and get your ass away from me. Hoxson said she then sent a family member over to the Southwest Atlanta property to speak with the crew and request to look over their permit. The guy pulled it out and said, oh, shit, we at the wrong address. And he just packs up everything and leaves. And the house is just destroyed, down and gone. God damn it! That would infuriate me. I don't know how I would react. It. Uh, I hope these, something get resolved uh, in this situation. I mean, this is horrifying, mortified. You know, I was mortified when I seen this goddamn news article. I was like, hell nah. I'm talking about 38 hot. Man, I don't know how I would have reacted. You see what I'm saying? Somebody got to empathize with her. I'm pretty sure a bunch of people would empathize with this situation right here. I feel for you, Miss Hodson, and I hope uh, you get something um, back. Uh, Butchin, um, I forgot how you say the word. Restitution. I, ho I hope you get restitution because you, you deserve it, and that's messed up. All right, moving along. Let's get to the next one. This is your man, Ben Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. Plus, I'm watching the goddamn Phoenix and Golden State Warriors. You know what I'm saying? It's NBA time. You know I'm a sports fan, diehard, hardcore. Let's see what's going down. Chris Paul is in the Golden State Warriors. Let's see what's going to go down this year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're going to keep it right. All right? All right. Another horror movie. But this is for old people, sugar daddies. Las Vegas women allegedly... Robs a sugar daddy after Sin City weekend. Haley McNally, 27 years old, was charged with grand larceny and burglary in Nevada. All right, she robbed her sugar daddy. This likely was not the agreement a sugar daddy envisioned. A man in his 50s met a 27-year-old Haley McNally on a dating site, formally seeking arrangements. Uh, it's called Seeking, which pairs older men and women with younger dates. It pairs older men and, and women with younger dates for a weekend in Las Vegas. He paid her $2,500 for her time, and he took her to a U2 concert where she pretended like she needed to go to the bathroom to ditch him and then allegedly stole $50,000 in cash and $7,000 $7, in poker chips from his safe in Caesar's Palace. 
news sources reported she was arrested and charged with grand larceny and burglary, according to news sources, which cited police documents. The victim told police sex was discussed, but it never happened. Uh, they match on Seeking.com, which bills itself the pinnacle of sophisticated matchmaking for accomplished individuals looking for exceptional companions and met in person on Friday, October 13th. The victim gave McNally money and then went to a pool and dinner where he got drunk. She helped him home and got him into bed before she left for the night, according to the police report obtained by news sources. They reconvened the next morning while he was gambling with his friends. He gave her $400, which she reportedly used to win about $3,100. In between their gambling adventure and the concert, Miss McNally allegedly learned the safe passcode when she asked to put her safe in the safe. I mean, when she asked to put her purse in the safe, excuse me. She left the concert to go to the restroom, and he never saw her or heard from her again, according to the report. After about 15 minutes, he asked if she was okay in a text message, but she never responded, according to news sources. After almost an hour, he called Caesar's Palace Security to lock down his room. He returned to find his safe was open and empty. Police used surveillance footage to quickly track her down and cuffed her. She reportedly told police that the victim was sexually aggressive and was touching her inappropriately, news sources reported based on the police report. She denied taking the money, but police found $11,700 in cash and $5,200 worth of poker chips. It is unclear what happened to the rest of the money. Police did not immediately return news sources' email for more information. McNally, Miss McNally, was released on bail and is scheduled to return to court on November 22nd. Oh, man, this happens all the time, guys. You got to know. Money and women, I don't know. Sort of like a bad combination, man. You know what I'm saying? Sort of like a bad combination. I know, for sure. You see what I'm saying? Like, bro, uh, I know you're trying to look for a good time, but I don't know. You're going to have to, like, be aware on what you're doing. Right, Las Vegas woman allegedly robs her sugar daddy after a venture in Sin City, Las Vegas. Her name is Haley McNally. She's 27 years old. She was charged with grand larceny and burglary in Nevada. You know, a man in his 50s met a 27-year-old Haley McNally on a dating site, which I totally disagree on doing. I most definitely disagree on meeting meeting people online. I had I used to do it back in the days when POF and goddamn tag and what else used to be back in the days. Like I used to deal with it. But everything was like bad, you know? Because meeting people online is very weird. Like I only got in contact with weird people. I thought it was just me. And then when I asked my friends have they ever met people online? They told me the same thing that I've, I've been saying. They're like, man, everybody online is super weird. I don't want to fuck with nobody online. It's better to just go out and find somebody. It's way better to do it like that. I promise you it's better to do it like that. For some odd reason, when you go out, when you go out, 
socializing, going out to a bar or like Las Vegas and just meeting people is better because I've never had issues just meeting people when I just go out. But versus versus meeting somebody online, like everybody that I met online was super weird. There was on some other shit. I was just I was like there's some females that scared the shit out of me. I didn't know what type of shit they was on. So I don't really I don't mess with people online, period. The only thing that I do online is business, podcasting, YouTubing, um, TikToking, going on Google, researching stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Social media. I don't go out there going jumping in people's DMs and stuff like that. If I decide to jump in somebody's DMs, 9 out of 10 is going to be a celebrity or a public figure. But I'm not going to go to a random person and try to talk to them online. I just won't do it. I will never do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm totally against it, all right? So if somebody's listening to me, if you want to go find you somebody to socialize with and, you know, you're trying to find you a confidant or some shit like that, just go out and go look for the person. It's way better. I'm pretty sure you're not going to be in the same situation, this predicament that this old man got himself into. Anyway, let's keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching the Phoenix and Golden State Warriors. They got like six minutes and 13 seconds left. It's tied up fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm a sports fan. I love to watch shit like this. Goddamn Chris Paul is in the doggone Golden State Warriors now. I thought he was going to retire, but he's still at it. Let's see what's going to happen this season. Anyway, let's keep it moving. This is Thinking Out Loud with your boy. I mean, I meant to say your man, Benz Pharrell. Yes, sir. All right, a Houston jugging incident. Uh, a woman was sentenced for her part in this robbery that left a woman paralyzed. One woman was sentenced in connection to a February jugging case in Houston that left a woman paralyzed. A 19-year-old Zynika Anisha Woods plead guilty previously after 18-year-old Joseph Harrell also plead guilty to aggravated robbery causing seriously bodily, serious, serious bodily injury. Jesus Christ. According to court documents, Woods was sentenced to 10 years adjudication. Harold was recently sentenced to 30 years behind bars for the February 2023 attack on Nug Truff that left a 41-year-old woman in a wheelchair paralyzed from the waist down. Harold was seen on surveillance video picking up Miss Truff, body slamming her to the ground. Yeah, that shit is crazy, man. What the fuck is wrong with people? Let me see how you slam her down, and then I want to see it. Flooring is one of the largest purchases you'll ever make, so be sure. I want to see that shit. Yeah, I'm looking at it. She had some money. I think she got some money out of the bank, and they were watching her. And he slammed her hard, too. He slammed her real hard. The money was stolen over... $4,000 was being used to purchase tickets for the family's trip to Vietnam. Through some community help, the family managed to take the trip and return to Houston with Truff's mother. Trung's mother. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Trung's mother. Uh, that's how you say her name. The money stolen was over $4,000. It was being used to purchase tickets for the family's trip to the Vietnam through some community help, the family managed to take the trip and return to Houston with Trunk's mother. 
All right. Harold must serve at least half of his sentence before being eligible for parole, and he cannot appeal the conviction or the sentence according to the terms of the agreement in exchange for the guilty plea. Two other charges connected to other attacks were dismissed. All right. There was other charges connected to other attacks were dismissed. So he got to do about damn near 30 years, half of 30 years. These children are silly, bro. And they, they, they young people, 18-year-old Joseph Harrell and a 19-year-old Zanika Anisha Woods. They both pleaded guilty on, a, uh, on an aggravated robbery causing serious bodily injury. They children, too, you see what I'm saying? Uh, Woods was sentenced to 10 years adjudication. Uh, I think she got 10 years probation. That's what that's what that means. She got ten years probation. Harold was recently sentenced to thirty years behind bars for the February twenty twenty three attack on Noong Truff. Noong Truff. I don't know how they say her name, but Noong Truff, that left a forty one year old woman in a wheelchair, paralyzed from the waist down. Harold was seen on surveillance video picking up Truff, Miss Truff, body slamming her to the ground. Kids too. They didn't even say which area it happened in. That's what that's the that's the information I want to know. Where which area did it happen in? Um, did it happen in um the southwest, which I believe it could be the southwest over there in Doggone. What's the name of that little street? Um, uh, it's not a little street. It's a major area in the southwest. I forgot the name. Um, Bel Air, like. Did it happen on Bel Air Street and shit? Not Bel Air Street, but it's a big street. It's a big giant street, you know, in Southwest. It's a big part of the Southwest. You know what I'm saying? It's not nothing small about Bel Air. All right. No, it's a it's a community, basically. You know what I'm saying? It's real big, luxurious, luxurious. You can say that about it. Nice spots over there. It's a, a whole ton of restaurants over there. You know what I'm saying? If you want to take a woman out on a date, Bel Air is the spot. You know what I'm saying? You could go to Bel Air. Definitely, everybody know about um, West Timer. West Timer, you definitely could take your date out. You could go out on a date on West Timer and have a wonderful night. You could have a ball. You see what I'm saying? But these are kids, man. 18, 19 years old. It don't make no sense. Why are you children doing all of this, man? This shit is stupid. Don't make no sense. Oh my God! You need the five thousand dollars. You could have worked for it, brother. There's ways to get five thousand dollars. That's not even money, man. That's easy money to get. You don't know how to get five thousand dollars. You got to use your brain, ladies and gentlemen. Use your brain. Anyway, we're gonna keep it moving on some more debauchery news. This is your man Ben's Ferrell thinking out loud. Yes, you have to think. And if you have to do it loud, do it. All right, next. Uh, this one is silly. Harris County man used. Candy to attempt to kidnap a child from the mother. Uh, Harris County, Texas, a man was arrested and charged after trying to kidnap a child from her mother. According to the Harris County District Attorney Office, Mimi Kamongo, 47 years old, was charged with enticing a child on October 20th. Court records say that the young girl was with her mother when Kamongo, Mr. Kamongo, offered candy to the girl and then tried to kidnap her. Kamongo's bell has been set to 25000 There's not 
No more details about it. This is crazy. Kamongo looked like he's sick in the face. You know, I'm looking at the picture. He looked crazy and wicked. That is pure evil, if you ask me. I don't understand people. I don't know what the hell is going on in the world that we live today. That is disgusting. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, why are you... What 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 type of world are we living right now? You know, that's the question. Anyway, next. All right. Harris County man out on multiple bonds accused of murdering a man in front of his parents. All right. He murdered a man... In front of that man, in front of that man's parents, Houston. Last Monday, 20-year-old Malcolm Lewis came to this family-owned car lot at Fuqua and Seaford to buy a vehicle. Instead, police said he committed a murder. 25-year-old Daniel Abdel Malak was gunned down in front of his parents. My parents are in shambles," said Daniel's sister Stephanie Abdel Malak. Every morning, they wake up with the shock of their son being missing. They keep screaming, my son is gone, my son is gone. How are we going, how are we going to live? He's our backbone and our right hand. What are we going to do without him? Police say Lewis went to the dealership with a friend. They knocked down, my father, Stephanie said. After knocking down my father, my brother was obviously defensive trying to get them to back off. That's when police say Mr. Lewis shot the couple's only son to death. I don't even know how I'm standing here in front of you right now, Miss Stephanie says. Last year, Lewis got probation for a felony conviction in the 177th District Court. A few months later, he was charged with aggravated robbery that led to a motion to revoke his probation. But instead of acting on that motion, the 177th Criminal District Court Judge Robert Johnson set Lewis's bond at just at $40,000. How do you give a bond to someone who's on probation, then charge it, charge it with robbery? Then he's charged with robbery. Who are you trying to get that probation revoked, said Andy Cahan with the Crime Stoppers. All right? Ain't that stupid? How do you give a bond to someone who's on probation? Then he's charged with robbery. Who are you trying to get their probation revoked? You know, if the court had acted on that motion and revoked Lewis's bond, Daniel would be alive today. Now, you've got a 25-year-old that basically you got a 25-year-old that basically paid the price for those decisions because he lost his life. Daniel died in his mother's arms. Hmm. I can't even fathom how she feels, Stephanie said. The trauma and the stress that's going to be relayed for the rest of our lives. Yeah, this is sick. Mm-hmm. And he was out on multiple bonds on top of it. You know, Malcolm Lewis came to this family-owned car lot at Fuqua and Seaford in Seaford to buy a vehicle. Instead, police said he committed the murder. 25-year-old Daniel Abdel Malak was gunned down in front of his parents. My parents are in shambles, said the sister Stephanie Abdel Malak. Every morning, they wake up with the shock of their son being missing. You see what I'm saying? Police said Lewis went to the dealership with a friend. They knocked down my father, Stephanie said. After knocking down my father, my brother was obviously defensive, trying to get them to back off. That's when police say Lewis shot the couple's only son to death. 
I don't even know how I'm standing here. That's what Stephanie said. Last year, Lewis got probation for a felony conviction in the 177th District Court. A few months later, he was charged with aggravated robbery that led to a motion to revoke his probation. But instead of acting on that, pro that motion, the 177th Criminal District Court Judge Robert Johnson set Lewis's bonds at just $40,000, you know, and then, you know, Andy Carhan with the Crime Stoppers, she was asking a question, how do you give a bond to someone who's on probation, then charged with robbery, who are you trying to get that probation revoked? If the court had acted on that motion and revoked Lewis's bond, Daniel would be alive today. Bottom line, you know, uh, every day I get stories like this. And I wish I would tell stories that's uplifting. You see what I'm saying? I wish I was. I really do. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't be, like, hoping that I get stories like this. I don't hope for stories like this at all. I'd rather read articles on how to get money and everybody just get rich. I'd rather do that. I'd much rather do that. But these horrific stories right here, they got to stop. They gotta stop. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm releasing information on this podcast so you people know, so you can understand what's around you. See what I'm saying? Looking at pictures, um, what's his name? Malcolm Lewis. Looking at his pictures, he looked fucking crazy. Uh he looked like he don't give a fuck. Mm, he's real slouchy. You see what I'm saying? And you know, this is a gunslinging state. Everybody got weapons out here. It's easy to get a weapon over here in Texas and Harris County. It's very, very easy to get a weapon. And all these people be running around with guns and stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? And then, like, one thing I could tell you is, like, drugs is probably one of the factors in this situation. For somebody just, just to go to a... You, you said you're going to go get you a car. You need to go buy your vehicle. I don't know what the confrontation was, but, you know, you're, I've seen it before. Matter of fact, I've seen, like, people going to the goddamn um, car lot and get into it with the car dealership people. I've seen that a lot, you know. I know sometimes the dealership try to play you on some money, but that doesn't give you the right to freaking act up and then pull out a weapon and start shooting people. That doesn't make sense. It makes you look retarded. You see what I'm saying? Uh, Mr. Lewis is going to spend a long time in jail. And then he has a list. He already have a criminal list of past. You see what I'm saying? So they're probably going to recuse the 177th District Court judge. Uh, Mr. Johnson, Judge Johnson, they're probably going to recuse him because of the information that I just read. So, because I could see the DA look is going to look at that information and be like, "Man, we're going to have to recuse this judge. We're going to we can't use him, you know, because he he, he he's kind of he's part of the problem. Why somebody's dead right now? So they're probably going to use somebody else. Or to be honest with you, the state, the state, um, the state. I don't know if the state. No, I, I'm not. I didn't mean to say the state, but I mean to say the federal, the feds going to pick it up. I believe the feds might pick this one up because of the fact that the decision makings 
led to somebody getting killed. So the feds could pick this one up. I'm pretty sure of it. It already hit the um, news headline. It hit the local news. So once somebody hear about this, they're going to... And we're like, nah, man. We're going to have to pick this one up because somebody's dead because of the state, the the, the 177th um, district circuit court judge made a bad decision. You see what I'm saying? So there might... There might be a big chance that the Fed's going to pick up that case. So dude probably going to be in federal prison, and they're probably going to hammer him down for real. Or the state might do something crazy. You see what I'm saying? The state might be like, nah, fuck that. We're going to have to, we, we can't let this slide like that because somebody's dead. Somebody's dead because of the results of the district court. Get what I'm saying? So... I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. I'm going to holler at you guys later. All right, this is Thinking Out Loud with your man, Ben Varel. You already know what to do. Just follow me on Instagram. That is Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Same name that you could use to type in the search engine to follow me on TikTok as well because I'm very active on TikTok. I'm going to talk to you people later. You already know what time it is. This is Ben Varel with Thinking Out Loud. Peace. It's the Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Bodega. 